Welcome to today's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On today's episode, we discuss Courtney meeting his hero, Tiffany Pollard. Arianators and Swifties, are y'all ever going to get it together? And of course, YouTube Rewind. Now, if you're listening to this the day it goes up, be sure to stay tuned for our bonus episode later today. Oh, yes, we are talking Grammys, and you definitely don't want to miss that. Now, if you're ready to get into some snacks, crack open the pantry door, and let's get into it. I feel like every time I press record, we're like, oh my gosh, we have to put on our radio voices. Hello. We are now the podcast personalities of the user, the listener, the guest, the fan, the friend. Once. Let's hope that sounded good and not like I was going in and out on a cell phone call. (laughs) So here we are. Another week. This is fun. Another week. This is literally my favorite thing. Like I literally revolve my schedule around this. (laughs) Me too. And, like, I literally do not mind. Like, I live for the podcast. I love the pantry. The snacks are delicious. You heard Howard. I know. Our friend Howard said some really nice things about us on his Instagram story. We love Howard. So, Howard, thank you for listening. We love you and miss you. Thank you for enjoying the snacks. Mm -hmm. You're always welcome into the pantry. We'll have to have Howard on here one day. Howard is a very interesting person. We haven't known Howard that long. But the time we have known him, we're, like, surprised by him all the time. Or I know I am. I'm always like, oh, my gosh, Howard. I literally was just on the phone with my mom maybe, like, 45 minutes ago talking about Howard. Yeah. And how he was here at my house a year ago. Uh Uh-huh. And we literally just, like, hung out on the couch. We just, like, kiki, talked about makeup, and just, like, watch Little Mix music videos. Like, that's the kind of friend you need. You need a Howard, bitch. He's great. I love him. (laughs) He really is. Shout out to Howard. We live for that. Man. Oh, Courtney, what have you been up to this week? Did you do, you did some exciting things. I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so can we just tell you guys this first before we get into this? Courtney and I don't have normal conversations anymore. We're always like, save it for the podcast. Don't tell me right now. (laughs) So just so you guys know, you're literally hearing us have a conversation. Hopefully like that comes through because that's literally what this is. Oh, yeah, I don't be saying shit because right when I'm in the midst of something, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be good to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So um, tell tell me about this exciting thing you did this week. You met someone very important. Oh, my God. Well, listen, before we even before we even get into that, let's just talk about how one of my favorite music artists, I got to see her twice this year now. This will probably be, what, the fourth time we've mentioned the Reputation Stadium Tour. (laughs) Every episode. (laughs) Literally every episode we talk about the Reputation Stadium Tour. But whilst we were seeing Miss Taylor Allison Swift, we got to see her opener, Charlie XCX, the boom clap queen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, you know, I was just on the Instagram scrolling, and there was a music artist that I follow, and I've followed him since the beginning, bitch. His name is Bronze Avery, and he makes bops. And he put up, like, a flyer, and the flyer was saying that he was performing at something called the Billy Ball, which was sort of like a benefit to raise money. There's a guy. He has cancer. It was definitely set up for that and when i looked on the bill there were a couple of music artists that i supported up on there liz y2k dorian electra like it was 
a good bill. But at the top, I saw Miss Charlie XCX was performing. And when I saw that the ticket was $15. Yeah. Wow. That's a good deal. You knew I was in there like swimwear, Felicia. I never bought a ticket so fast. I was actually on break from work, Uh like sitting outside, like eating an acai bowl. And literally I was like, no, I'm buying these tickets right now. So me and my boyfriend went and literally there is just something about Charlie that is like, girl, Charlie sets the room on fire. Yeah. Like she just come out and she just don't give a fuck. And that beat drop. And when the beat drop, Felicia, the crowd just like transforms. Yeah. Like Tana was looking at me like, who the hell are you? <laughs> like literally, because what's different from Charlie on Reputation Stadium tour is she plays the top 40 stuff. Right. Right. Like a record label sort of like pushes her to put out these like really top 40 ish like pop records. Mm -hmm. So we hear like the boom clap. We hear boys and this, Mm -hmm. that. But Charlie XCX, her strength, in my opinion, lies in this like UK electronic pop sound like so she was performing like vroom vroom like she was performing what else did she perform she performed focus did she, she performed i don't remember no no no. i don't think so but that's oh, no. yeah that's i remember i remember that was your favorite and then when she played it for at the rep tour i was like oh yay and then the second time i went to the rep tour i was like oh i know this now <laughs> yo charlie she just performed the hits and uh she shut it down i also, can I just say that I love that Courtney's boyfriend, Tana, just always goes with the flow with everything that we do. I love that you just, like, bought the tickets and you were like, we're going to this. <laughs> Tana is yeah, so it great. Lit- <laughs> Yo, it literally is like, hey, are you busy <laughs> on Friday? Like, knowing that he's going to be like, no. And then he's like, what? And I'm like, well, a <laughs> well- young lady we know named Charlie XCX. He's like, where do I got to drive? <laughs> I'm like, downtown. I love him. He, but he, he literally He's, like he's really a good sport. He is. I love it. Really is. Shout out to him. Like, imagine, like, a sea of skinny Caucasian gay men <laughs> and myself literally stomping a hole in the floor of a theater <laughs> and literally just Tana just standing there. <laughs> like, like, right next to me, just like... he's so great i love him he really is but that's only part one yes of the weekend that i had because also i met my hero Mm -hmm. now like i've met a like i have a bunch of heroes like i have a hero utility belt like i met lauren conrad Mm -hmm. like that was like really high on my bucket list like the only like i really just got to meet paris hilton and taylor yeah and i'm good yeah my top females list. but like number one on my list number two probably because nikki's was number one yeah. and i got her, her done tiffany pollard felicia do you understand this woman is an icon Like, this woman changed my life. Like, literally, we are talking, Courtney was being bullied the school year before, and then Flavor of Love came out, and then all of a sudden, Courtney Revolution was born, and I was snatching your ninth grade wig off your head. 
you watch Flavor of Love, right? And mm-hmm. it's just if you for those of you who don't know, because they're oh my god, I literally have a friend that has never seen Flavor of Love. Like literally, I gotta get her. We gotta watch well, that. Some of these people but, listening might be too young to have seen it. Oh, you know. Oh my god, you guys. I mean, girl, let's let's get into these snacks. We gotta get into these snacks. Okay, this one's called the Flavor of Love. The Flavor of Love chips. Open that up. Open. Flavor of Love was a show that had a rapper from Once Upon a Time Ago named Flavor Flav, a hype man, part of uh, Public Enemy. He had a show that was basically like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, where he threw a whole bunch of young ladies in a house and they competed for his affection. And at the elimination ceremony, if you got a clock, then you knew what time it was and you were safe. And if you didn't get a clock, your time was up. Get your ass on up out the mansion. Because he wore a clock and, around his neck. Like, that yes. was his thing. Like, anytime like you saw signature. him, he had a big clock around flavor, his neck. Flavor, Yeah. And uh, basically, the standout contestant was um, New York, mm-hmm. who was Tiffany Pollock. And she lost season one. She came back for season two. She wound up getting her own show. She got a couple spinoffs. I love And ever since then, she's always been able to sort of... Yeah. She was even on Celebrity Big Brother Mm -hmm. overseas, where she, like, reinvented her career. Yeah. Like, like, I kind of felt like that introduced her to a newer audience. Mm -hmm. Because I've always known about Tiffany Pollard, but... I found that as I was making more friends, especially younger friends, like I would find that I would say these things and people would think that like I would make them up. Yeah. And I would be like, no, that's Stephanie Pollard. Like, you've seen Flavor of Love before? And they're like, no. Yeah. She's just a legend. And I got to meet her. And it was a very special moment, a very fast moment, because it was a meet and greet, bitch. Uh-huh. But you know what? My jabber jaw lips very quickly got to tell her that she changed my life that she was a legend that she was an icon and then i told her my final words to her were now let's work and then i looked at the camera lens and she just fucked it up with me i love that and she's literally a living legend like i can't express to y'all that this woman is like she i can't even describe her as anything less or anything other than a legend and that was basically my weekend you know seeing chart did you like it? Yeah, the picture of um, Courtney and her are on your Instagram, right? It's on, it was on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. Oh yeah, on and on Facebook. You know, I don't play something <laughs> like that. Has to on I know, all the yeah, platforms. yeah, something like that. But if you guys want to see it, you'll have to go check out Courtney's Instagram or Twitter. It's a great photo. I, thank you. I always get like scared with like official meet and greet photos, like things Me that are not so. Like, I'm like, what do I look like? Like, am I yeah. looking the right way? Like, oh. But th- thank God they took two. Yeah. So, like, the one that went up on Instagram was, like, the better one. And it was also the second one. Yeah. So, props to Club 340, I think it was called. Nightclub 340. Y'all were lit. Good cheap drinks, too. $7. $7 cranberry vodka. Yum. You know we love you the like... cranberry vodkas. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Cranberry vodka, it up, sis. It's very rare. You find places that got a $7 cranberry vodka in LA. Your cranberry vodka might be about $15. So I was like, $7, sir. You could get the tip too. $3 on that ass. Like, you know what? I'll pay $10. I'll pay $10. It was good service. It was good drink. Awesome. Cool. (laughs) That's so fun. I love that. 
I love that you do exciting things. I told Courtney, I was like, I'm glad you're doing exciting things because <laughs> I'm just hanging out with me and the cats. You want to know what the most exciting thing is that's happening this weekend here in the gorgeous town of Aiken, South Carolina? What? We might get freezing rain. Oh, my God. Are y'all going to be okay? I hope so, Courtney. Y'all are about so. to buy out all the bread at Walmart. And like, yeah, it's about to be a disaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because people don't know how to act here. Like, I mean, like, I get it. I get it. Like, we've had some bad snow and ice things. We don't have the supplies to prepare for it. I get it. But everybody's just so worried whenever the news mentions that it might be cold and rainy. Well, that happened today. Like, I literally was almost late to work today. Because my Uber couldn't get me to my job that's 20 minutes away oh my because it was raining. Like, and when it rains here, it just means that you just have to quadruple your travel time because everyone either doesn't drive or they drive like it's the end of the world happening. Yeah. It's raining like, in L.A. <laughs> it's raining in L.A. Oh, my God. The floods. Oh, my God. <laughs> and people start driving like three miles per hour. I'm like, bitch, drive. The road is just wet. Just yeah. be careful, sis. Yeah. Just keep your foot on the brakey brakes, sis. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so another thing that happened since our last podcast is the Thank You Next video came out. Thank you, next. I'm so Thank you, my ex. We have these microphones, by the way, guys. And um, let me just tell you, I feel like a singer. Like, I'm ready for my top single to come out because of this microphone. Even though I can't My really ponytail is down to the floor. I can't <laughs> sing at all. I was in chorus literally like eight, nine years. Can't I know. Sing, bitch. Yeah, I did chorus and I did choir tour with the church. I don't know oh, why. Oh, you were killing Yeah. You were a vocal queen. Got this mic now. Ah. But yeah, doesn't it make you want to sing into it? <laughs> yeah, I really feel like Ari. Because my <laughs> name is Ari. And I'm so good with that. So what did hey. you what did you think of the video, Courtney? You reacted to it. Yeah, I did. And ain't nobody watched it, no. Um <laughs> I like <laughs> Really? I not really it flopped so bad. My good form video girl, oh my god. Yeah. The girls yeah. love when I do Nicki Minaj. They don't really like when I do the Ariana, but I love reacting to some Ariana because that ponytail be snatched tight. Yeah. And I live for her, and I live for that music video. Mm -hmm. It was really, really, really good. And one thing that I really liked about it the most mm -hmm. is the fact that it was as authentic as possible. Yeah. You know, you know when you see someone, like, take inspiration from something or, like, try to do something over and it's, like, cheaply done? Mm-hmm. I want to exclude the 1999 music video from that, however, because they had some cheap-ass wigs in that music video, but it was basically a still a 20 out of 10. I thought the video was fun, too. Um, I don't, I did not get all the references because I haven't seen all of those movies. I knew Mean Really? Girls. Yeah. I know Mean Tell Girls. Tell me you haven't seen 13 Going on 30. I will drop kick you. No, I've seen camp. 13 Going on 30, and I've seen Mean Girls, but I didn't see... You didn't see Bring It On? Bring It On. No, I didn't. Felicia. Yeah, I know. How you ain't never seen Bring It On? So let me, this is what I remember in my mind. I don't know what year this movie came out, but I'm pretty sure I was young. And I feel like I like got it to watch. And we were watching it, me, my mom, and my dad. And I feel like they cut it off. And I don't remember why. 
Well, well, there's definitely some sexual references. So I don't know what that. happened, but I need to watch it again and like see why they cut <laughs> it off because I feel like they I made me I cut know, it off. I think I know why they cut it off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was fairly young when that movie came out, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah, I could definitely see why your parents would turn it off. Yeah. Felicia, you have to on that movie's iconic okay i'll watch Kirsten it gabrielle union did that and then there was another one right i didn't know what the bathroom scene was that was from bring it on we have to watch bring it on okay we can do that that's uh, a movie tanner hates it he's the only person i know on earth that hates <laughs> that movie no really for real for real. he's like i don't like it but i think i might force him to rewatch it because that movie's hilarious we'll sit down and watch it yes oh my god you're gonna want to be a cheerleader when this movie's over I did cheerleading. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Wait, pause. When? Why haven't I seen these photos? Um, I did it when I was like a child, and then like um, I did it in all through elementary school. I stopped in middle school because in middle school, that's when you had to like go through all the tryouts and do all that stuff. Oh my god! See, there was a girl that told me that even if I wanted to, I couldn't be on the cheerleading team. And then I was like, yes, I can. And she was like, no, you fucking can't, blah, blah, blah. And then I went home and I fucking learned this fucking routine off this Bring It On DVD. Yeah. And then I went to that fucking tryout and I made the varsity team and this bitch looks stupid as fuck. Oh Don't tell God. me I can't do something or else I will do it, <laughs> stupid. Wow, stupid. I didn't know we were both cheerleaders. <laughs> Yeah, until they came through and they was like, bitch, we're going to need 350 for that cheerleading camp. And you're oh. going to need $75 for them cheerleading sneakers. I said, excuse me? <laughs> I said, well, I made the team and that's all that matters. Yep. Mm, I also did dance. Was... Really? Yeah, I did dance for a good while, too. I might have. I don't remember See, if I stopped in middle school or if I did it until high school. I was the annoying club kid. So, mm. like, I wanted to be in, like, every club and do everything so that I can be in every club picture in the yearbook. Like, my eighth grade... Oh, my God, Felicia. My eighth grade yearbook, bitch. Ha! You <laughs> could not fuck with me. I was in, like, every fucking club picture just about. I just did it all. Monday yeah. through fucking Friday, bitch. I was after fucking school, bitch. You can tell me nothing. <laughs> you wanted to be in the yearbook. I wanted to be in that yearbook as much as possible. Flash forward to literally senior year... Everyone that hated me just about was on the yearbook committee. Committee. That's why I'm not in yearbook. Um, the yearbook committee. And literally when the yearbook came out, I think I was in there one fucking time. That's I said, annoying. Uh, annoying. And it was like all the really rude, like homophobic. Yeah. Like, like those kind of people. Yeah. Like right yearbook. Ugh, gross. I, I was annoyed with my yearbook people too because, listen, okay. And let, wait a minute. Now that I'm thinking about this. Tag and drag. Tag oh, my and God. Drag. Because, okay, so let me tell you guys this. I I had a really small, like, school. Like, my the hometown that I'm from, there's literally only one school. Like, it's not, like, several different schools. Like, it's small. So, like, everybody knows everybody, you know? And whenever, I think the yearbook te- people were juniors and seniors and it was a class but you had to like apply for it you couldn't just like sign up to be in your book you had to apply to be in your book and I did because I was going to be a graphic artist whenever I graduated Mm -hmm. and I knew how to do that I knew how to take photos because I was like super into photography since like 
ninth grade at least I think is when I got my first camera so like I knew how to do that kind of stuff and I was like oh your book would be perfect for me because you know I know how to do that and they didn't let me in they yeah they didn't let me in and I remember being like okay well this is what I know how to do and none of these other people know how to do this flash forward look at me I've got a degree in graphic design like annoying oh my god let me tell you something else that's really interesting you want to know something crazy okay so in high school right like before like before well youtube was always in my life even in high school but like before youtube became like a career option um fashion was like my thing right Mm -hmm. so i took like fashion tailoring class and like creative clothing oh my god felicia this teacher just hated me like hated me hated me hated me literally told me that like I wasn't going to be in the fashion industry because I didn't have focus, I didn't have enough creativity. Like she literally would like fail all of my projects. <laughs> but then I got into fitum, mm-hmm. and I was the first person in my whole entire graduating class to get accepted to college. And this bitch looks stupid as fuck. Stop telling people what they can't do. I know. If someone tells you something that you can't do, go and do it fucking anyway. Because people yeah. are annoying and they don't fucking know you. Yeah, because I, I forgot about that. Like, I forgot about the fact that I tried to be in your book and they wouldn't let me. Like, I've, like, designed, like, 36-page magazines now and they wouldn't let me on the freaking yearbook team. Like, okay. Bye. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next, bitch. (laughs) Whip the ponytail. We just both whipped the ponytail. (laughs) Yeah, we literally did, Felicia. I wish I could have just saw that. (laughs) (laughs) This, whenever I record the podcast, it records video. So we'll tweet that Uh video. Yes. (laughs) Of us whipping our hair. (laughs) Ariana's next album is going to be sad. I think so, too. Did you read that? No. Okay, I haven't read the Billboard article, but you saying that you think it's going to be sad, I thought so, too. Um, Did they say that in the article? I believe so. I think Pop Crave tweeted something. Because she had a Billboard article come out, like a cover or something? I thought it was like some, maybe, it was something with someone saying that whatever she's doing is wrapping up soon. They're polishing off the track she's working with Max. And and then it went in to say that it was definitely going to be like sadder content, not necessarily sonically, but in the lyrics, etc., etc. So, okay, let me say this. I love her music and I love her. The Mm -hmm. Sweetener was not my favorite album. And I think it's because it's not what I expected. I expected it to be a deep and meaningful and it might be. I don't know. To me, it's not. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not what I expected it to be um, because mm-hmm. she's gone through a lot of things this year. And granted, this was before the passing of her ex-boyfriend, but I still expected it to be like kind of dark. Mm. And it wasn't, which is fine, because that might have been what she needed. She might have needed to do that for her own personal whatever. But I am kind of here for a dark, raw, show me your emotion and. I want to connect with you, you know? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Absolutely. What I tell people, like, when I'm talking to my coworkers and stuff, is that the some of the reactions to Sweetener I found come from people, not saying that you're one of these people, because you literally just said what you, what you meant. But I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying, sonically, it wasn't what they wanted. But I keep trying to stress, like, 
Ariana's been trying to be an R&B artist, uh-huh. like an R&B, like pop artist. Yeah. Like yours, yours truly was R&B as fuck to me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people disagree or like a lot of people don't remember that album like people that i know in my life personally like they don't remember that album i'm like girl hands on me girl that's a r&b song that asap ferg in there asap ferg is on the <laughs> song like and people were like shocked but and i'm like pharrell produced this i was like yeah y'all you knew it was gonna be some lollipop beats nintendo sounds tambourines and uh salt shakers mm-hmm. that's what she was giving us and mm-hmm. i I liked it. I was it my favorite Ariana album. No, but for me, I would definitely say probably yours truly, Dangerous Woman, Sweetener, and my everything question mark. Right uh-huh. is the first one. Yeah, and damn that first that sucks because that first album was like ten out of ten. There, all of her albums are great mm-hmm. to me personally. I love all of her albums. That I just felt like at the time of my life that they came out, they were just perfectly fitting uh-huh. and it's almost even though i literally just did and y'all literally just heard me do it it's almost kind of impossible to like rank them but i can definitely understand that sweetener is for sure the outsider yeah yeah of the four yeah well i i'm interested i'm very interested to hear this new album that she's putting together i don't know i just i want to i feel like i can't connect that well with sweetener i like to be able to connect mm. with lyrics and me too i can bop to sweetener like i we had i was like getting ready yesterday and i had it on while i was like doing my makeup and i was like twist it twist it flip it flip. like i was like getting yes. it, getting it to sweetener uh but yeah i want to be able to connect lyrically that's just how i am but i do love a good bop yeah she got some bops so I'm ariana got some bops ariana just give us one ass shaker just one can I just say, uh, I, this is a huge topic, and I don't even know if I want to get into it, but I'm, like, so uh, tired of this comparison of her and Taylor. It's, like, so annoying. Ariana and Taylor? Yes, all over Twitter. Yeah, I saw I saw some shit today that was, like, it was, like, congratulating Ariana for something, but then it was, like, someone had retweeted and was, like, well, Taylor did this this year. Taylor did the same thing this year, and then she did it again this year while she was only 22 years old, and I was, like... Okay, and two yeah, women still make... icons, so what? I don't understand what's going on because I'm seeing um I'm seeing some of the what what are what are her fans called? Arianate Ari- Ar- 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 Arianators. That's a hard word, y'all. There were some other tweets that were saying like, Thank you next is what Taylor Swift tried to do with Look What You Made Me Do And I'm like, it's about two different things. Um, I don't understand why yeah. everybody's comparing them. Why? There's no re- listen, Swifties, Arianators, relax. Yeah. Everybody on the same label now. Yeah. So if they collab, then what y'all gonna do? Look stupid. I know. Like let everybody like who they like and let both women be great. They both icons. They both killing it. They both got good hair. Like yeah. it's really not that deep. Just shake your ass to the music and call it a day. I'm just like so tired of it from both camps. Like and I, you can support one and not drag the other. Yeah. Like you don't have to like uplift one to like drag the like you know what I'm saying like yeah. stupid just yeah. One of nice. my favorite quotes that I think I've told Courtney before and I don't think I've said it on the podcast, but one of my favorite quotes ever is one that I found on something one time and it was like a peacock or something. It was a little illustration. This sounds so like grandma Facebook of me, <laughs> but. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like a little drawing of a peacock and it said like um learn to appreciate someone else's colors without questioning your own and i just like that exactly. stuck with me like i don't know i'm just so tired of it you know like i don't really have anything to say about it i'm just tired of seeing it on my timeline every day and it's like somebody will say something to like the swifties for like you know quote tweeting something about ariana and then like saying taylor did this and then they'll be like but the arianators are saying bad things about taylor so we need to say bad things about ariana and i'm like no just i don't know i'm just tired of it i don't have anything to say about it i'm just tired of seeing it just let both women be great it's annoying stop it oh there was other drama happening today have you seen the drama with zane no what happened oh he dragged one direction in the song (laughs) listen i didn't didn't, holly scoop did a story Holly Scoop did a video on it, but I didn't hear the song. Okay, let me just say this. All right, y'all know that Zane's not my favorite person in the world. I was just about to say, please disclose that you are team anti-Zayn. Yeah, I I, I like, I like, I loved Zane's first <laughs> album. I loved it. I, y'all, I was bopping to Bad. Pillow Talk. Oh, before, <laughs> before. I'm stupid. <laughs> I, I mean, I was bopping to Pillow Talk more than I was bopping to One Direction. Like, I was, I loved it. So you were pissing off the neighbors. I was. Oh my god, what a good song! <laughs> so I like his music, right? I don't have anything against that. I just don't like some of the stuff he said. Whatever, it's not a big deal. So I get, I get a little tweet notification from Louis Tomlinson, and it says <laughs> like, "What a hypocrite!" I'm so confused or something. And I'm like, "Well, me too. What are you talking about? Who are you talking about?" Oh, so god. I get on my timeline. And I'm, like, trying to, like, search it on Twitter. I'm, like, what is happening? Because everybody's, like, Zayn and Louie are officially, their friendship's dead or something. So I finally find out that apparently Zayn has released a song called um, Good Times. Yeah. And I was, like, let me listen to this and see what it is. So I listened to the song, and I'm, like, why are people mad? What is happening? Why do they think this has to do anything with Louie? Because it sounds like a relationship. I'm like, why do y'all think this is about One Direction? Yo, sidebar, someone came into my job with that Good Times logo, Tanacon, that guy, oh, yeah. his company. Someone came in with that shirt on, and my blood ran cold. I had all of the questions. I said, <laughs> let me relax. What, did they work there? I don't know. It was like the, the kid looked like he was like 17. I was like, I wonder if he knows what happened to Tanacon. <laughs> Okay, the song was called Good Years, y'all. Sorry, I didn't, I can't remember, obviously. Like, I listened to the song twice. But, um, yeah, it sounds like it was about a relationship he had. Because it's saying, like, um, he's, like, talking to himself and he's like, I'd rather be anywhere but here. I hope I didn't waste all of my good years. So, to me, Hmm. it sounds like he's talking about a relationship he was in with someone. Not the band. So I don't know why people are talking about this. I don't think Louis' tweet had anything to do with this, to be honest. I don't think Louis I don't think Louis' tweet had to do with this. Hmm, interesting. Well, has Zane said anything about it? I don't think so. We're gonna have to wait on his statement if there is one. Until then, we're left to speculate. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, I'll have to hear the song for myself. I guess it's one of those songs that maybe they have a double meaning. Yeah, I could see I can see why people think it's about One Direction, but I mm-hmm. personally don't, even though I'm like, you know, so anti-Zane, or I'm not even anti-Zane, but you you get what I mean. Um, yeah. I, 
I don't think this has anything to do. And it's a good song. I like it. Like, I'm, I saved it. Like, this is a good song. So, people need mm. to just relax. I'm like, y'all are trying to cause drama for no reason. Zayn left this band how many years ago? Yeah. Just leave it. Yeah. Listen to the songs. And reminisce on the memories of what was. It's a ballad. It's a ballad. You know, I love a good, ba- a good ballad. Oh, no more ballads. Come on. 27 good. songs. There better be some ass shakers. Oh, there will be for sure. This No, I like this because it's not all like... Like it's his voice, and like that's it. I can enjoy his voice. I can appreciate Zane's good voice, screaming, singing them high notes, you know, and enjoy Mm -hmm. the song. So I like this. Tell me how the internet exploded because Nikki blocked Drake on Instagram. She blocked Drake on Instagram. How do people know she she blocked him? Oh, the Barb's just know. They they did some investigating how can you tell because i would be so interested to look and see who's got who blocked it wasn't a surprise to me but it clearly was a surprise to everyone else um let me know how you feel about this so basically drake has been very supportive of Nicki minaj since they came out whatever we've seen him like tweet her out the ass Mm -hmm. put her online post pictures of her online say that she's his wife etc etc then I started to notice that when Nikki's album came out, like he didn't say anything about it really online. Like he didn't post it on his Instagram. Like he's always posting someone's fucking album on Instagram. Yeah. Like nobody ass rappers. And then all of a sudden Drake like made up with Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend, Meek Mill, who's also like a rapper acting a mess. And then he like brought him out on stage, which was whatever. Mm -hmm. Then he goes on tour with the Migos and brings Cardi out on stage and like that was really shady to me then he started well let me say this then there's another rapper named Steph London or (laughs) Steph London or whatever the fuck her name is and she basically got dragged by the barbs because she was making comments on how Nicki Minaj handled the whole Cardi situation um, in terms of like the shoe throwing mess. And so right after that drama with her making those comments happened, Drake mysteriously, magically starts to date her. Hmm. So like, why is Drake all of a sudden like so buddy buddy with like every single person that is like not for Nicki Minaj? Yeah, that's weird. So, I mean, of course, we don't know exactly what happened, just speculating. Yeah. But I was not surprised that Nikki unblocked or unfollowed or whatever she did. Yeah. They're not following each other anymore. And interesting. I bet interesting. if somebody blocked, like, I bet if, okay, so if she blocked him on Instagram, I bet his likes and stuff all disappear. And that's how you can tell. Mm-hmm. I bet that's what it Probably. is. I don't know. We're going to have to watch and see. But I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden Drake comes out with a song with Cardi, like, just to be petty. Yeah. A mess. You'll have to keep us updated because I know some stuff is probably going to happen between this and the next podcast. So next podcast, you're going to have to give us an update on that. I'm like, y'all better listen to the next one because we're going to be following this story. Yeah. Oh, wait. Pause. Speaking Mm -hmm. of people that, well, let's just say this. Cardi don't write her raps. And J-Lo don't sing. I don't know if y'all knew that. Okay, Courtney, y'all know before J-Lo you sing? get into this story. <laughs> okay, so Courtney <clears throat> texted us today in the group chat. I don't even know what was happening. 
some somehow this got mentioned in the group chat. And can I just say, so Courtney, also Courtney and I have a notes thing that has like all of our little notes on like topics we want to like bring <laughs> up on the podcast. Like if we like can't think of something to say. And I'm looking at it right now and it says, J-Lo, don't even be singing like that. That's something Courtney wrote, right? <laughs> so Courtney, you're about to die because I literally thought you were talking about JoJo. <laughs> not Siwa, not Siwa. The other one, the one that's like, you know, a little too late. Da, da, da. What's her name? It's <laughs> her, her name, name is JoJo. I literally thought you and Ricky were talking about JoJo. What is her last name? Because all I know is Siwa right now. She don't have no last name. No. It's just JoJo. <laughs> that's why I can't think of her last name. <laughs> well, the only JoJo I know is Siwa. Like, there, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear to God, I thought I literally thought y'all were talking about JoJo. No, we talking about Jennifer motherfucking Lopez. Oh, because <laughs> oh, I was yes. like, what? <laughs> yeah. So basically, what ha- basically what happened was I was watching this YouTube video, mm-hmm. and the YouTube video was. Talking about Ashanti and Ashanti, it's like Ashanti's unsung story. Mm-hmm. And oh wait, we watched it was that, basically. I think I might have showed you A Marie's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, y'all. If you're listening and you're a YouTuber, listen. You need to watch Impressive TV. E M P S F, bitch. Watch her channel. She is the queen of tea, and she does a good. Um, celebrity documentary. I'm obsessed with them. She needs to do uh, like TLC or like Nivea next. Anyway, basically the video was basically going through and talking about Ashanti and her role in her career and all the things that she's done. And it went on to discuss about how Ashanti is such a talented songwriter and how she's written for J-Lo, blah, 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 blah. And then they go on to say on J-Lo's I'm Real remix Jay uh, Ashanti wrote all the parts, mm-hmm. sang the demo, and I guess they didn't have enough time for J Lo to like go in and do a vocal bitch and record her and own so- song. <laughs> <laughs> so they got J Lo in the music video lipping over Ashanti. Oh like if you if gosh. you are really honest in your heart and you pull that music video up and you close your eyes while it's playing and you picture Ashanti singing it, it's literally Ashanti. That's literally what I'm doing it, in my head right now. Like now that you said that, I'm like, oh my god, that is her voice. I'm like hearing it in my head. Me, me, me yeah. Like that's that's Ashanti. It is. So there's a couple there's a couple songs that Ashanti has done that. Like she's written for J Lo and J Lo didn't have enough time. To like hop in the studio and sing the track down, and then all of a sudden she's in the music video like lipping over Ashanti. Oh my god! Like whether it's a chorus, like either way, Ashanti just wrote it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I just I find that interesting that like we have people like J Lo that can kind of get away with it because she's Jennifer Lopez. She's yeah. an icon, a legend, actress, excellent performer. Like, oh my yo, gosh. bitch! I cannot believe I thought you were talking about JoJo because then y'all were talking about um. Made in Manhattan, and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, Jennifer I don't Lopez. remember JoJo being in that fucking movie. What are they talking about? I was so confused, but I, but I texted <sighs> and I said, Courtney, save it for the podcast. I'm literally going to pull up the group chat after this and like go back and reread and see why I thought it was JoJo. I thought I said J Lo. Maybe my autocorrect changed know. it to JoJo. Well, Ricky knew what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it the was point me. is. <laughs> 
J-Lo be singing, but she don't be sing-singing. Like, all her new shit, she be singing. But, like, some of the songs, like, back mm-hmm. when we were, like, younger and kids, like, some of that shit she wasn't singing. It was actually Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, kudos to Ashanti. I'm hoping my good sis is getting yep. a good check. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. So, before we go, tell me, okay. have you seen YouTube Rewind that came out today? Well, it's tomorrow for you guys listening, or it's Thursday if you're listening a different day. <laughs> YouTube Rewind came out the day that we're recording this episode. Have you watched it? I'm going to I'm gonna say no, and before you get into it, let me ask you this, and please be honest. Mm-hmm. Are there black people in this YouTube Rewind? Yes. A lot of them? Or one or two? They... There was a lot of people I don't know because it mm-hmm. was like people from all over the world. Okay, fair. So basically the concept of it, which is kind of strange, the concept of this YouTube Rewind was what do you want to see in Rewind? So these creators are all like sitting around a campfire and they're like, oh, we have to have this. Like, um... What's that girl's name that w- that used to be on BuzzFeed with the black hair that we saw Sophia. at VidCon? Sophia. So Sophia, Sophia, whatever her last name is. You know I can't say last names. Nig- she Nigard. was in it. Nygaard. Okay. She was in the video, right? And she's like, oh, we need to have lipstick melting in YouTube Rewind. We need, they we have of a little course, clip. need to have lipstick melting. Like I yeah. Her yeah. Voice. Yes. But it's, like, all these creators who are specifically known for certain things, and they're, like, kind of sitting around the campfire doing this, and then it flashes to a scene where people are doing it. So, basically, it's it's funny because it's very, like, meta because it's, like, YouTube's, like, let's get these creators around a campfire to film YouTube Rewind, and they're each saying what they want to be in YouTube Rewind, but the whole thing is obviously scripted. So, YouTube is, like, writing what they want the creators to say, what they want in Rewind, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's... Weird. And it took me a long time to realize that was what the storyline was. And see, mm-hmm. I, okay, let me let me also say this. I feel bad about complaining about YouTube Rewind because I appreciate the work that is put into this. I know the people that, and literally I'm sure that they know that everybody's going to complain about it. You know, everybody's going to have of something course. to say. Of course. But I do appreciate all the hard work that goes into this because Lord knows tons of green screens, tons of editing, tons of scripting. tons of scheduling all of that goes into it but it just wasn't my favorite Mm. it wasn't my favorite it was very hard to follow for me i want to know jojo siwa was not in this i just can i be honest i don't think i've watched a rewind since before i moved to la so whichever whichever rewind ricky was in last was the last one i watched because I always yeah. seem to find that, like, a lot of people that, like, I care about seeing mm-hmm. in Rewind are, like, not in it. Like, yeah, for me, it, like, I would love to see, like, a Trey Melvin and a Kingsley. And I, and I don't know if they're in it or yeah. not, like, by the way. So if I'm just, like, talking shit and, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, that's totally fine. But, like, there are, like, creators that, like, I would love to see in it that more than likely were not included. Now, bitch, yeah. I'm hoping that YouTube did what they needed to do and they had Mac in it. I would hope that they had Mac in it. But I don't think Mac was in it. 
I just feel I just feel like their choices sometimes like aren't the strongest and it can be a little disappointing. So sometimes I feel like why even put myself through the annoyance of watching it. But you know what? Whoever was in it. Shout out to you. Yeah, you did your thing. I'm sure you looked great. So the person that I was excited to see in it that I didn't expect to be in it was Elle Mills. Because I love her. I love her videos. Sweet Um, girl. Yeah, okay. So I love Elle Mills, right? I'm obsessed with her videos. And I remember we met her. (laughs) You had had met her before and she kind of like knew who you were, right? Yeah, and And I was on trash. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney was was on trash. Oh, my God. (laughs) That that's how I that's how I Felicia. Do you know how long it took me to connect that dot as to like how I knew Elle? Like, yeah, I, I forgot I, about I kept, that. I was like, how did she, I was like, how did she know me? Yeah, I was like, how yeah. did she know me? I was like, I was on fucking trash. I like, forgot about that. So, um, back in September when we went to Playlist in New Jersey, they had this like party or whatever in New York. And we went to it, and she was there, and I was like, oh, my God, we're literally just standing next to Elle Mills. And I was like, Courtney, you have to introduce me to her. (laughs) 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 But she was so nice. She was, like, so chill. So I, I, like, appreciated that she was in YouTube Rewind. That was my favorite person to see in YouTube Rewind. I feel like Elle Mills is, like, one of those people that has just, like, grown incredibly Mm -hmm. on, like, both on YouTube and off YouTube. She blew up first of all she worked her ass off mm-hmm. to literally slay the charts mm-hmm. then her brain took a hit and then she took care of that or she's in the process of taking care of that and it's nice to see her appearing to be happier yes. and that's what i want I, I feel like i want people that i enjoy watching to be enjoying their life and not feel like their life is being flushed down the yeah. toilet because they're trying to please their audience like girl i'm still gonna be here if you go on vacation and go on a cruise and take care of yourself you know what i mean yes i love that too so you guys y'all have to let us know what you thought of youtube rewind tweet us at pantry overheard on twitter and let us know your opinions yes oh my god please let us know i'm about to actually as soon as we get off this i'm gonna go and watch it because i'm curious okay good i want to know all i know the good sis the good says Will Smith is in it, so I'll definitely yes. be watching. I'm yes. a Will Smith stan. Yes. Okay, so I think that's about all the time we have for you today, but something exciting is happening. Probably by the time this podcast is out, the Grammy Award nominations have already been announced, but Courtney and I are going to record mm-hmm. a bonus episode. So there will be another episode coming out later today with our reactions to these um, Grammy nominations. And you'll get to hear all of our opinions and thoughts on who they have selected as the nominees. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts to hear that. I am so excited. All I know is reputation, queen, dirty computer, and sweetener better be fucking nominated well same that's well, all i know well well we'll we'll see you guys stay tuned for this afternoon slash tonight slash whenever to hear that episode in the meantime make sure you are subscribed to us on wherever you listen and if you could rate us on itunes and give us some stars we would very much appreciate that make sure that you follow us on twitter at pantry overheard right it's pantry overheard 
Yes, it's Pantry Overheard. <laughs> Pantry Overheard. Make sure if you're listening on the Anchor app to leave us a voice message because then we might play yours in a future episode in the pantry and respond to you so make sure that you keep on listening and you keep on leaving little messages for us because we want to hear your voice and we want to get to know you and talk to you yes (laughs) (laughs) so we we're gonna go and we'll talk to you guys later today yes good Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening with your ears. Bye.